it is the pink elephant theory. If the guest wants a pink elephant, get them a pink elephant. If you can't find a pink elephant, get a horse, paint it pink, convince the guest that's an elephant. Do whatever it takes to ensure they're happy. That's it. Are they happy? We are back. Pink Elephant is actually back. You know, we had we had launched a podcast really during the pandemic and life happens, right? Just like everyone else, things got crazy busy and the podcast just, it fizzled off. Well, guess what? It's coming back for a number of reasons and we couldn't be more excited. Pink Elephant with Chris Adams is kicking off officially. It's going to be a weekly podcast that hopefully you allow us to be a part of your lives in some way, shape or form. I guess I ought to start by saying, who who is Ellis Adams Group? Who is our company? Who am I? Why even listen to this? Ellis Adams Group, we are a consulting firm. And, you know, that sounds so vague and no one really knows what consulting actually is. And, you know, it's our job to go out and help brands, help people uh, become better, find exactly who they're supposed to be and get them over the finish line. Yes, we focus a lot in hospitality, but really primarily in that lifestyle luxury space. But we do a lot of different things. You know, it's technology, obviously hospitality, hotels, restaurants, bars. And I think a lot of what we do now is, is the people business. We're coming off a pandemic that has affected everyone in, in so many different ways. Crazy enough, I can say good and bad. I think it's given people a lot of perspective coming out of the pandemic. It's changed a lot of people. And I, I think a lot of what we do now, when you look at the hospitality industry as a whole, Yes, we're struggling from a labor perspective, and it's not just us. A lot of industries are suffering. And why is that? And there's a number of possible reasons that could be, and we'll probably dive into a lot of that on this podcast. We're going to be bringing in people from all different industries and walks of life and backgrounds and get their thoughts and opinions. I will tell you that this podcast is going to be extremely conversational and very little of an interview that's happening where I'm talking to someone, asking them you know, these preset questions. It's really talking about what's going on. What's going on in the world? What's going on in their lives? What has gotten them to the place where they are good, bad, and indifferent? And how can potentially something that one of us says help you through potentially something that you're going through? Maybe it's something that you're trying to make a big decision on. And it's something that we've already had to go through and it gives you insight. Maybe it's something we failed on. You know, we talk a lot about I, in the past, if you, if you follow us on Instagram, I talk about failure. And failure is part of the process. Failure is is part of the process to success. Failing does not make you a failure. And it's something that we should actually push. You know, we talk to our team a lot at EAG on, on failing. And that's okay as long as they're failing forward. That means we're pushing in the envelope. It means we're doing things outside the box that one else has tried. But what have we learned? How do we make sure that we come out of that finding success even better on round two? And those are all things that we're going to talk about on this podcast. I hope that I get to hear from you throughout the process. And a lot of people ask me why Pink Elephant, right? That the podcast name is Pink Elephant. And that goes back to kind of when I started in, in my hospitality career. For anyone that knows my background, I didn't grow up in hospitality. At least I didn't think I did. I grew up assuming I was going to be in the entertainment industry my entire life. Uh, music was my passion. It's all I ever wanted to do. And I had some amazing opportunities with that. And I stumbled into hospitality. And it was a part-time, what I thought as a, a summer job at a luxury hotel that completely changed my life. And in that process of working for that hotel and that hotel group being the Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company, it was told to me the secret to success at Ritz-Carlton. And it is the pink elephant theory, right? And what that means is 
it, they said, Chris, here's what's called in, in one simple sentence. If the guest wants a pink elephant, get them a pink elephant. If you can't find a pink elephant, get a horse, paint it pink, convince the guest that's an elephant. And what they were trying to tell me to help me understand was that our goal is to do whatever it takes to ensure they're happy. That's it. That's it. Are they happy? Are we doing everything in our power to ensure that they are, are excited and happy? That changed the way I, um, I viewed and understood what hospitality was. Now, I told you, I didn't grow up in it. At least I didn't think I did. And I, I've told this story many times how my grandparents growing up had three bedrooms in their house. And in that third bedroom, there was never a time from the time I can remember that I have memories at, what is it, four or five years old when you start to remember bits and pieces of your life until when my grandmother passed away, which was just a few years ago, that there wasn't somebody staying in that third bedroom. And that that person wasn't necessarily somebody we always knew. It was somebody that they knew. It was somebody that ultimately ended up becoming uncle or so-and-so. And many times it was people that were either trying to get back on their feet. They were passing through town. I can remember, and I, actually this was on both sides of my family, mom and dad's side, where my my friends always wanted to hang at our house. Looking back, I realized now it was because it didn't matter what time of the day, if we were showing up at one, two, three o'clock in the morning, my grandparents were there to take care of people. I, I can remember my grandmother cooking stacks of pancakes and hamburgers and these things at all hours of the night because she just wanted to ensure that we were happy. And I think for me, it was honestly, it was understanding what being a hotelier was without being a hotelier at that time. It was prepping me for what I was going to do for the rest of my life without me even knowing it from a young child all the way until adulthood. And, you know, it, it's really helped me understand that hospitality is an industry of it's about the heart. You care more about others than you do yourself. If you honest to God love being around other people, helping other people, ensuring that other people are taken care of, looking out for them, that's in your DNA. That's just who you are. And those things were, they were put inside me at a young age. And it's something I think that has really helped me in this process of, of getting where we are as a brand within the, the hospitality industry. And I will tell you, why we're doing this is, I don't know if anyone's going to watch this, but I will tell you the same way that when we do workshops across the globe and we have sometimes in this workshops, 15, 20 people, sometimes there's thousand people plus. If one person walks away benefiting from it, then it's worth it. If there's one person that happens to tune into this podcast and they don't know why, but they do and they walk away and for some reason, something that we've said or a guest that we're talking to has said something that benefits them that makes them a better person, that helps them through, for their future, then it's worth doing this. It's worth my time to ensure that I'm doing everything I can for potentially one person. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing it. I think another reason we're do I'm doing this is it's probably a little bit of self-therapy. It's crazy when you start going through the process of building a brand and, and having your own company and everybody, you know, it's, oh, I'm going to start my own thing. And that's, that's cool. And it's fun to talk about. And You'll maybe put everything down on paper and start scripting out what you think it's going to be. And then the reality of doing it sets in. And it's one thing to jump online and get yourself an LLC or an S Corp. And that, that's that honeymoon phase. That's the exciting part of, oh my God, look what I'm doing. But then the reality sets in of what you have to do on a day in and day out basis. How much do you honest to God believe in what you're doing? How much is it, uh, is it truly a passion for you? How much does it intersect with natural talents? 
how much of a risk taker are you? How willing are you to put yourself on the line no matter what for this to work? That's tough. It is extremely difficult when we work with these massive brands. And a lot of times I have to check myself because there's a part of me that in building this brand from nothing, when I started this, I had nothing. I didn't have partners. I didn't have financial backing. I didn't get these massive loans. I didn't get money from a firm. It was me begging and pleading and fighting and clawing to go after something that I thought could work. It was a dream that I had, and I believed that, that something could come out of it. But there was there's no guarantees, right? There's no roadmap to success when you're launching your own brand. If you want to become most things in life, you, you can go to school. For the most part, there's a roadmap that says if you want to become a doctor, you have to do these things to get that. Now, whether or not if you're good or successful, those are two different things. But there's a roadmap on how to become that. There's no roadmap on owning your own business and is it going to work or not, no matter how great you think your ideas are. And going through that process, you're many times on an island by yourself because no one understands what's going on in your brain, why you think the way you do, why you make the decisions that you make. Because sometimes I'm playing eight months, nine months, a year, two years ahead in my brain of what's transpiring and trying to make the best decisions possible, not knowing if they're right or wrong, but doing everything I can to better myself and ensure that I'm making the best decisions for my team. You know, when I launched this, like I said, it was by myself. And now we have an entire team of people that are spread out across the globe. And those people are dependent upon me. They're dependent upon me not to screw up. They're dependent upon me to make decent decisions, to make great decisions, because their livelihoods are depending upon it. Their families depend on that. And the weight that sits on you in that role of knowing that payroll only happens if you're making good decisions and money's in the account so you can make payroll. When you offer 401k plans, all these other things that you don't think about and taxes and all the crazy stuff that comes along with being a business owner, the level of pressure that sits on you when you have an entire team of people that are looking to you to make good decisions, it can be weighing. And I have to ensure that as I deal with these major brands that sometimes are making choices and decisions without that mindset, why? Because they wake up on Friday and a paycheck shows up, right? No matter what decision they make, when you're dealing with these monster international global Fortune 500 brands, at some level, they don't think about the paycheck on Friday. They don't think about their health insurance being paid. It just happens. It happens. I used to say, I would joke, it was when I was on property working for Ritz Carlton, we had this mysterious invisible checkbook that you had to manage when you're, you know, you're running a division or department. And- the crazy part about that checkbook is, yes, you're balancing it. Yes, you're responsible for it. But in a month where things go sideways and something happens, and next thing you know, out of nowhere, you're having to spend for whatever reason, you don't have a choice. Hypothetically, you got to go buy 10,000 rocks glasses or champagne flutes for an event that you didn't know was going to happen. You didn't have it in-house. You just got to do it. There was no money for it. But guess what? You still do it. And miraculously, that bill gets paid. And then when the P&L comes out, you sit down in, in what's called a P&L critique meeting and you have a whole reason why this took place. And don't worry, you know, this was because a new contract was booked or whatever it might be. And everybody says, oh, man, that's too bad. And you move on to the next month. And over the course of the next 11 months, you might try to recover that money in some way, shape or form. But at the end of the day, life really didn't change too much. Your paycheck wasn't affected. Insurance wasn't affected. Nothing really was altered in the scope of business because you had to make those choices. Well, when you own your own business, you own your own restaurant and something pops up like that, there's no mysterious checkbook that pays those bills. 
you got to take it on the chin and you've got to figure out, can you or can't you? And sometimes you go, well, if I've got to spend five grand on that, that $5,000 is coming out of payroll. Where's that coming from? I can't just go to the bank and say, look, I, I don't have any money, but I, I did make my, you know, my percentage, my food cost, my beverage cost. None of those things matter. Percentages don't pay bills, dollars do. And it's a very different mindset of you are constantly clawing and pushing for how you're going to continue to drive revenue versus save. Saving doesn't help me. I'll be honest with you. Driving revenue does. Now we have to be good stewards and you want to be smart with your money and save where you can. But if you're really going to be an entrepreneur, if you're going to push your business and continue to grow it, it is about how you're driving, how you're pushing what's next, not becoming complacent in where you're at. A lot of what this podcast is going to do, it's me talking through that. It's giving you insight into my process. How do we make decisions at EAG? How are we pushing the envelope? When am I willing to push and really toe the line of making one of those crazy decisions, but I, I feel so strongly about it that I feel like that's something we need to do? How do I go about creating partnerships? How do we manage the brands that are our clients? All these things are part of what we're going to discuss on the podcast, not just with me, but people from those industries that we're a part of and probably even industries that we're not a part of. Just understanding. I think part of this is going to be just listening to people. We were with someone recently, and one of the things I said is, if you really want to learn, stop talking. And I think for me in this process, it's going to have other people on the other side of the camera that I can just listen to. I love reading. I love learning. I love improving myself to be the best person I can possibly be and getting an opportunity to have people on the other side and just listen, listen to what they've gone through, decisions that they've made or they're making. You know, they might ask me questions that could help them as we've gone through it. But honest to God, some of this is just for me and you get to be a part of that process. And throughout that process, maybe it helps you. Those are the things that we're going to be doing. I hope that you'll be a part of it. We have some amazing projects coming up. We have some crazy cool partnerships coming up and it's something we want to make sure that you're a part of as well. EAG is, is growing exponentially and I couldn't be more excited and more proud, more humbled as you know, when again, it was me and, and there was no one else. And the brand has evolved so much from what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I've always had massive dreams of wanting to change the world, but how I was going to get there, it is really different. The path that we're on versus what I thought it was going to be. I want to take you on that journey with us. I want you to be a part of this process. We live in a world right now that is it's driven on social media. It's driven on a lot of fake created scenarios. As you look through social media, it's entertainment driven. We want to do everything we can to be as transparent as possible, to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, to talk about the wins, to talk about the losses, to give you insight and honest to God, to give you hope to help you walk the path of changing your perspective on things. It's been a huge win for me going through the process of bettering me, of becoming the person that I think I'm supposed to become and knowing that every single day I'm, I'm striving towards something new, never becoming okay with where I'm at and pushing the envelope for what's next. I hope to God that I can give something back to you that might help you in that process. Not every day is a good day, and there are certain days that aren't as good as others. But my ability to change my perspective on those days, to see what I'm supposed to learn on those tough days, that has been a game changer for me. Not letting those tough days determine the, the, the rest of the week, the rest of the month of realizing, wait a minute, that's not what I expected. 
the initial response, the initial emotion on that is frustration, anger, fear, whatever it might be. Stop. What can I learn from it? What, what is this teaching me? How can I ensure that tomorrow this doesn't happen again? When I learn how to change my perspective on being okay with making a mistake, as long as I'm learning from that mistake to be a better person tomorrow. Habits. I'm in the middle of finishing up uh, the book Atomic Habits. And if you haven't read it, it's a great book. It falls very much in line with what EAG preaches on a daily basis on a lot of our workshops and our trainings of looking for little things that can change behavior. And if we can change the, that behavior pattern, then we can actually stop having to think about the process and we can simply just focus on being great. These are all things that we're going to talk about on the, on this podcast. These are, these are one of a thousand different topics. I hope we laugh. I hope there's some emotional moments of things that we don't expect that we're going to be able to talk about and that we're able to bring people that you probably wouldn't have an opportunity otherwise to get to hear from and their perspective on things. I think for us right now, as a whole, as a community, being able to listen to others, hear their perspective, understand where they're coming from. We don't have to agree with everyone. I, I can uh, rest assured that everyone that comes on this podcast, we are not going to agree with 100%. But I can tell you, I do want to hear. I want to hear from them. I want to hear what they have to say. I want to hear their perspective on things. I want to have a better understanding so I can grow. Um, and hopefully you can grow as well. I look forward to seeing you every single week. Again, I am Chris Adams. Welcome to the Pink Elephant. You'll be able to find us in, in all your traditional standard platforms where you can find podcasts. You can also find us online, www.ellisadamsgroup.com or on Instagram at Ellis Adams Official, as well as myself at Chris Adams underscore EAG. I'd love for you to follow us, to join in with us on this podcast reach out to us. Uh, we do everything we can to make sure that we're responding when people reach out to see how we can make sure that we're helping you through your journey as well. Have an amazing week and I look forward to uh, seeing you next week right here on the Pink Elephant.